really are letting the hair grow out. For three years, I'm gonna let it go. Try to make it look like like Tarzan length. Three years. I just wrote it down. Three years, like Tarzan. <laughs> hey, dude, what, um, when if you let it get that long, can they? Can I heard people can pull your hair when they tackle you? Yeah, they can. <laughs> like oh, legit, like some. Remember, uh, you remember Troy Palomalu? No. So you should look up Troy Palomalu hair tackle. And it's legit. What? How do they justify that? Just because, hey, it's on you if you let that shit hang out of your helmet. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It should be like. It should be like. I don't know. I feel like it should be a flag. <laughs> I feel like that would make sense. Well, part of it, I guess, I guess the justification is, is that it, um, it's blocking your back or your jersey or your shoulders, which are legitimate places to tackle. Yeah, I guess if you have like a shirt hanging out of your jersey, you can use that to tackle too. So I guess it's kind of the same thing. It's just an extension of yourself. Can, can you you can tackle pretty much anyone any way you want, right? I mean, I mean, obviously you can't kick them, or you're not supposed to. There's, I know I'm aware of like clipping. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's that's what he was just talking about. <laughs> that's Troy. Oh my goodness. Hey, what's the etiquette on that? Does he get in? Oh, he doesn't even let. Wow, he's committed. Who tackled? <laughs> he's, who tackled him? Who was that guy? I have no clue. <laughs> no, no. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Hey, dude, at that point, so you, but you could grab someone at the jersey or you could like if you if your fingers went in like into their cleat, you know, like in the UFC, you can't grab inside someone's glove, but you could reach and grab someone. If you caught someone's foot, you could put your fingers inside their shoe and pull them down. Right. Yeah. like You can't. All right. So you can't uh, you can't grab their face mask. OK. You can't grab their horse collar pad like the horse. Oh, pads. oh, uh huh. Um, and you can't trip. What is what constitutes tripping? Like kick them? Like you can't stick like, your foot out. You can't stick your foot out or your knee out and trip somebody. Oh, so if you're if you're a lineman and someone a running back goes by you, you can't kind of reach out with your foot. Yeah. Flag. Wow. That's yeah. a tough instinct to 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 shut I, down. I, I feel like that's a tough one to see as a ref. Like you're right. seeing all this shit go at a million miles an hour, and then you're telling me you see somebody barely stick their foot out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy to me, but yeah, it's a thing. Uh, Mason Mitchell, are we going to go over all the rules? Yes. Oh, hold on. How many <laughs> downs are there, Tyson? Are there ever five downs? <laughs> hey, I was. I have. I've got so many football questions, and one of the things I asked someone the other day, yesterday, um, because everyone I know who knows you now is talking about football, right? Everyone's an expert now. It's cool, even me. <laughs> If you run out of the back of the end zone, that's a safety too. Yep. So even if you don't get tackled, and someone was telling me that there's like some guy who's like famous for it. Like there's a I forget his name. It was some name Dan, I can't pronounce. Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He was dropping. He was dropping back and was like, then he started running and he he ran out of the back of the end zone on accident. <laughs> oh man, yeah. have you ever in all your in all you've been playing football since you're how old? Uh, six. Have you ever run out of the back of the end zone? No, no, never once. Uh, knock on wood. I don't think I've ever gotten a safety. Like nobody. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. That, that, yeah, that would be terrible. Hey, what do they do when they're going to punt a ball? How much room do they need behind the snap or behind the line, the line of scrimmage? I want to say it's like 15 yards. So what do you do if you're on the? Does that ever? I'm assuming that happens. You're on the one yard line and you have to, or yeah, less so than. Yes, yeah, so that's when they try to block the punt. 
and the punter has got to try to catch it and immediately kick it, like, without even taking a step. So it's a mess. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a scary situation. Oh, God, that sucks. Hey, did you see that – Um, oh, is this one of those situations? Mm-hmm. That guy's going to try to punt that out of there? Oh, no, yeah, this is the quarterback uh, I was talking about. Yep. Oh, like, oh. Right there. Oh, he went straight back and out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, that was the end of that. Jack that one up. Tyson, are you on a um are you on a phone? Yes. Do you own an iPad? Uh we have one for the um the Bears give us one. Like a, a like one that they own. Yes. Do you own a computer? Uh no. <laughs> if, <laughs> if I, you know who else that Rich Froning doesn't own a computer either. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So you're in, you're in good company. Yeah. I, I bought an HP in 2018, and it died one week after I graduated in 2022. It passed away on me. Listen, I want to get what if I got you a full size? Would you rather have a MacBook Air, like small to easy take around, or would you rather have an iPad Pro with like a big screen, just flat? Uh, what do you? I mean, what do you recommend? I just want you. I want to be able to like pull up just like funny shit while I talk to you, and you to be able to see it and not have to like pull out your monitor. Oh you know what I mean? And just be like, "Yo," you know what I mean? So I'm gonna send right when we get off the show. I'm sending you something. I think I would you care? Would you be like, "Oh, this jackass sent me this big old iPad"? No, no I wouldn't. No. Okay, I'm yeah, sending you an iPad. Yeah, what do you think oh, you'd use it for, right? If he's just using it for like surfing the web and checking out videos and stuff, just like that, for this I, podcast, that's it. Yeah, After I, that, I, put it in the safe. <laughs> <laughs> put it in the hotel room safe. Oh, that's awesome. That's okay, cool. iPad. I was wondering where you were going with that, and then I, yeah. I did recognize when when you showed me the Troy Polamalu video. I could only see my, <laughs> yeah. my left eye. Yeah. <laughs> that's a close up shot of you. <laughs> okay. So, so iPad, we got, we got one thing taken care of. I like that. Hey, I want to show you this picture. Uh, Mason, you're going to enjoy this more rules, more rules. Cause I got to learn about football. The whole first year of podcast with Tyson are going to be about football. So if you already know about football, switch channels, go over to like one of the 6 million, uh, uh, analytical videos that are now out on Tyson Bajan. Just type in Tyson Bajan, Chicago bears, and you can scroll forever with the pundits chiming in about everything he does. Um, how come you, are you wearing a mouthpiece here? And do you traditionally wear a mouthpiece? Uh, do football no. players wear mouthpieces? Yeah. Players do wear mouthpieces. Um, quarterbacks have to talk a, a lot, so I don't wear one, but you don't have to wear one. It's not a rule. You don't have to wear one. Do you ever wear one? Uh, no, I haven't worn one since high school. And um, what's the common, are you, is, um, are you critiqued for that? Or your coach is like, dude, you got to protect that. Or no, they're like, fuck you. It's your teeth. All we care about is what's between your ears. <laughs> yeah, they don't really pay any mind to it. Uh, it's pretty common. Like, I don't think a lot of quarterbacks wear a mouthpiece. All right. So you look at that. Attention attention to detail. I love it. I thought you were going to ask him which mouthpiece he was going to prefer and send him one or something, too, after that. No, no, just an iPad. <laughs> we, we're on a budget. Just an iPad. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. Eaton Beaver Tyson. Mr. Tyson. As, long, as a longtime Raiders fan, I never thought I'd root against them. Great job. Nice. That's awesome. Hey, did you see the um or hear? I, I went and fully researched fluoride for you. Did you hear any of that by any I chance? I did. I, I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, it was great. That was great. Thank so you. Base, so basically, it's a consensus. I hate to use that word. Every single person knows that fluoride's a neurotoxin. 
the yeah. people who are for it, the people who are against it. Does it make the enamel on your teeth harder? Yes. Is it 100% conclusive in the three largest studies in the world that kids who swallow fluoride over a certain amount have a lower IQ? The studies in China, Russia, and Europe all said the same thing, yes. Would I put fluoride in my kid's mouth or my mouth ever again after doing the research? You'd have to be nuts. Nice. So, yeah. um, So it does make your tooth harder, but makes your brain more mushy. Really, all it is is just you you just need one little piece of – one little piece of evidence – and then you could just, you know, then it doesn't matter what anybody says. Who cares about the enamel if it makes your kids dumber? You know what I mean? Right. Drill. Yeah. Yeah. Reduces IQ points, but you got a great grill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I'm good. That's perfect. Yeah. I'm just taking this picture in here. That's what I was going to say. You just. Yeah, just taking in this take picture. A moment. Little, little profile. <laughs> see, that's another thing. You can't see the profile pics, Tyson. You're, you're disadvantaged. Sevon. <laughs> Sevon. <laughs> Thank you so much for getting us all on the Tyson train early. This has been such an exciting ride. I went alone to a Raiders bar this weekend because I couldn't miss history in the making. Oh, that's awesome. Did you go home alone? (laughs) I'm going to guess that somebody tried to go home with you. Um, New uh, Tyler Watkins, uh, new show name, pregame it with uh, Bajan. Tyson, why... I, I was telling, um, I don't know who it was, anyone who would listen, how nice it is of you to come on the show and that you have to know what you're doing for the show. Mm-hmm. Like to come on here, it's just my little uh, podunk, you know, CrossFit podcast, and you're coming on here. Do you know, and, and then I've and then i been watching videos of you and just you're kind of just like, I, I don't want to say the word blessing people, but you're doing so much to help everyone around you. Like I even I saw you on your dad's podcast. I saw the video footage of you at the after party. Mm-hmm. And I've heard people say that the only thing of value of becoming a pro athlete, I think it was Greg Glassman said it, is that what you can do for other people once you get to that spot. Mm-hmm. But you seem to already be doing that. Do you feel that? Like, are you enjoying the kind of the happiness you bring to other people? Or are, are you aware yeah, that you're doing I, that? Yeah, I'm noticing uh I'm noticing more so, yeah, that the happiness definitely, um, and I feel like a lot of inspiration is coming coming of it. Um, and I can see it in a lot of the, my family and friends' face. Um, I can see it in people that reach out online, the ones that I see. Just um, and then and then I'm also you know inspiring myself right now, just because this is all still so new, uh, and you know nobody ever knew if it actually would happen, um, but the fact that it is happening the way that it is, is, uh, it's, it's definitely inspiring my family. Um, you know, my little siblings, my mom, my mom and my dad, obviously. Um, but also me along the way. So it's, but it's also been super easy so far, just like, just letting people have, you know, even extended family members, like letting them have their time with me and seeing what it does, what it does to their, you know, to, to their day, like, especially, um, especially Sunday evening, you know, I had a bunch of family members and we all went out to eat and even just embracing them and feeling that embrace. And then just looking at their face and just knowing in the back of their head, they're like, holy shit. Like we cannot believe that this is happening right now. Like this is, you know, everybody's over the moon about it. So that's more so what I'm noticing right now. The, the game, um, was it the game against the Vikings? The first time you stepped out onto the field? Mm Mm-hmm. So 
I'm going to make the assumption, and you can correct this story, but I'm going to make the assumption that you stepped out on the field for the Viking games and you had crazy butterflies and jitters. There was no sign of that, but I'm just guessing. And then you stepped out onto the field against the Raiders and it was significantly muted because mm. you were able to get that taste already there. Is that true? Or if not, can you walk me through like the, are you glad you got to just play a little piece of a game before your start? So you could be like, okay, like that was kind of a demo run. Uh, I mean, I think, um, yeah, I think there's butterflies before every game that I've ever played my whole life, but definitely when, you know, it's, it's a different situation when you're not playing the whole game and all of a sudden you just get thrown in there with no real idea that, that, you know, that those things were going to take place last week with Justin and everything. Uh, so it is a different, it is a different thing of going into the middle of a game as to, as opposed to preparing the whole week and then starting the whole game. Um, so I think hindsight, I was, I, I am, I am glad that I was able to get my feet wet before being in for a whole game. Cause I mean, the games are they're they're so intense and they're so hard that you gotta be so mentally focused the whole time, um, which is also draining. So being able to get a little taste of that before starting a full game, I think was definitely helpful. And I guess, you know, I notice all the people who are asking you questions, including myself, there's kind of a bit of dumbness to it. Because the truth is, like you said, this has been every Sunday since as far back as you could remember, since since when you were still wet in your pants occasionally. Yeah. And so, um, uh, you ever pee your pants out on the football field? You ever, you ever like, as a little kid, like my kid was in a tennis tournament, and, and he was holding it, holding it, holding it, and then all of a sudden he started playing weird. And then afterwards he comes off and he's crying. I'm like, hey, dude, what happened? He's all... I peed my pants out there. I'm like, why don't you come off? He's like, I was afraid. It's like, fuck. I go, well, you'll never forget that. Yeah. You ever have one of those? You stayed on the field too long? No, I think until I got to college, like I wouldn't pee, I wouldn't piss my pants. Don't get, I wouldn't full fledged piss myself. But yeah, just let a little um, out. Or like, you know, yeah, exactly. Like middle of the game, I would just, you know, I'd be like, I'd be examining myself and there'd be a little, uh, there'd be like a quarter size piss stain on my football pants. Yeah, <laughs> like religiously every game. Yeah, and I didn't even know that I I didn't even notice that it happened or that I did it or whatever. But I think once I got to college, I was just like, ah oh, man, I'm gonna just make sure that I, you know, take advantage of uh, when we're in the locker room pregame and just try to <laughs> use, try to use the bathroom as much as I can so that doesn't happen. And it hasn't happened uh, since like. I want to say like my freshman year of college, it hasn't happened, but I I know what that is. I know what that feels like though. Just like the butterflies and then, you know, little little accidents here and there. But not nah, full Dude, full fledged peeing yourself. I would yeah. I would cry too. I'd be that'd be super. <laughs> never, not even like at five or six. You never just let one fly out on the field. You were out there too long. No, nah, I I uh, <laughs> I wrestled when I was little, and this lady was leading us through these stretches. Uh, before we started practice and i hated wrestling and so i had to go to the bathroom and i asked her to go to the bathroom she said she was just like no <laughs> and i was i was young so then she said after she said no i was like already pissed that i was at wrestling practice and i was just like shit all right and i just i just pissed my pants right wow there. wow did you get out of practice uh yeah <laughs> hey um you okay. know in in the Coliseum this year, um, you know who Nick Matthews is? Nick Matthew, the CrossFitter? Nick Matthew, I don't. He's the dude who wears the crop top. Anyway, he lifted up like a 300-pound sandbag or 320-pound sandbag, and he said he dropped a rabbit pellet in his pants. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, crazy, right? Oh yeah. I'm like, you ever drop a deuce in there? He's like, who told you? I'm like, oh, you did? He goes, at the games this year. I was like, dang. Damn, that's truly pushing it to the limit. That's great. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little something. <laughs> Caroline Morris for Tyson content. Also, is he prepared not to be damaged by fame and media like some CrossFit athletes? Do you think? Do you think about that? Like, do you, do you kind of have like one eye on yourself? Like, hey, be cool, don't change, be cool. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I'm super conscious about it. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm uh, taking a lot of pride in being as normal as possible, um, and not just not stepping out of what I normally do, staying in my realm. But it's definitely something that I'm conscious about, just because with all the media that's involved with football and stuff and all the stuff you see, um, remind myself maybe I'm, I'm not as cool as people are putting me up to be. Staying, just trying to stay as grounded as possible. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's things they're gonna. I mean, I mean, the first time, you, well, you're already flying on a on a on a um, when you fly, you fly on a team Charter plane. plane. Yeah, when we yeah we fly on a plane with just the team to wherever we're going. And is that the first time you've ever flown on a charter jet, a charter plane? Yeah. Yes. And, and so that's gonna even that's gonna be hard to fly like a normal person, right? Because you just go get on your own plane and then get off, and that's it, right? Yeah, I mean, every time I go home, I fly like a normal human being. Yeah. It's gonna start getting weird. You're gonna start hating that. You're gonna be like TSA. <laughs> fuck you. I was gonna say it's gonna start getting weird when you you can't fly like that anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. What do you do? What do They'll you do when it's like that? Reach. Do they have a yeah. special? Pl yeah. How are you gonna get to the plane? If you're like, if you get to the airport and you only have 30 minutes to get to your um, gate, what do what do what do famous people do? What do Sprint. I don't know. <laughs> just four, I just forearm shivvy some six-year-old kid who asked for an autograph. Just like, oh, I oh no, nah, people are usually pretty great about that. Like, it is weird when you have to say no, and I, I don't ever say no. But the only times mm. I've had to say no is, uh, like, there's been a couple times where I was on time constraint, and I, or or I was going to see my family, and I only had a certain amount of minutes to go see them before the bus left. <laughs> And um, always cool to do the first one. But then as soon as that draws a crowd, I'm like, hey, hey I got to go see my family. I'm sorry. Uh, I got to go see my family. And it is weird, but I'm cool with drawing the line there. If I'm about to miss a flight, no way I'm missing a flight home. No <laughs> shot. No shot. I, uh, man, I got into the, uh, we got done practice one time. I was supposed to go home for a three-day weekend. And um, practice went on way longer than I, than I initially thought. This and is in, col in college or with the this Bears? Is like, this is like a month ago. This is like okay. a month and a half ago. Um, so we get done practice, and I noticed that the – well, the airport's 30 minutes from where I'm at right now in this moment, and the flight takes off in one hour. So I know once I get there, the flight is leaving in 30 minutes once I get there. So I, like I, – I got in the Uber. I was like, hey, buddy, I give you $40 <laughs> – Plus, plus the Uber cost. If you book it to this airport right now, I got to get home. I got in there. Once I got in there, it was 18 minutes before the gate shut on my thing. And every, I was just like, it was just one of those things. It didn't matter. If somebody would ask me for a, a, a signature there, like, that's, oh. it's not happening. 
It's not happening. How did you I, get I, through TSA that fast? Did you just I ask people to, if you I, could everybody cut? Let me cut? Everybody let me cut, which is the which is which is top three most uncomfortable things in the whole world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In front of people at the airport, everyone turns into an asshole at the airport. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? Were you like? I didn't know. I was in the back. I was in the way back. It was the busiest day in the Chicago airport of all time, and I'm in the back of the line, and it's you know you got the rows that are going like this. I'm right here. The front lines right here. It's like three lines in between us. I look at the guy in the front. I'm like. Buddy, can I please get in front of you? I'm oh, you went straight to the front. You didn't try to go dude by dude. Smart, smart, smart. And then smart. I just went under, under, under. I'm in. Made it like two minutes left. Um, but yeah, it's just an example. Like, there's no no shot. I'm signing anything in that, <laughs> in that moment. And you kind of stand out like a sore thumb already, just because you're so tall. It's yeah, not like, and, it's not like yeah, you're going and, under and the also, radar. The whole thing of the airport. I'll let if I'm if I'm there on time. Everybody in the world can cut in front of me. Oh, you're about to miss your flight? There you go. Go ahead. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. So, me but too. I always yep. but yep. I always feel like it's not that's not reciprocated when it's you when it's <laughs> when it's your turn to cut. Like it's never reciprocated. You always feel super uncomfortable being like, hey buddy, can I please cut in front of you? I have this sick um enjoyment of going to airports early just so I can be yeah. extra nice to people. Yeah. <laughs> just like I yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's not, I, it's not out of the kindness of my heart. It's just to be better than people. Exactly, yeah. That's exactly where I was going. Yeah, with. You feel yeah. more, uh, you just yeah. feel more prepared and everything. Like you can't believe that somebody would show up to the airport that, that late and be so, <laughs> be so ridiculous. I, I shop at this, uh, I shop at this, there's this, um, kind of like liquor store, burrito store on the beach here in Santa Cruz and they only accept cash. Yeah. And once a month I'm in there, someone doesn't have, doesn't know that. And they're at the counter. And so, yeah. the, like, their shit comes and their burrito comes, and it's like nine ninety five. And I'm like, don't worry, they don't have cash. And I'm like, don't worry, I buy it for you. And they're like, thank you, you're so nice. I'm like, nah, just better than you. <laughs> just fucking, you know what I mean? They're like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah, just yeah. like, no, no, oh, yeah. just, just trust me. I think I'm so cool for this. A uh, Barry McCockiner, uh, just, but you know what's crazy? I think most people would pay for it too. I think most people are just afraid to do it. I think people yeah. are just afraid to be nice. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah. just be nice. Just be like, dude, I got this for you. It's no big deal. Yeah, Nine bucks. Yeah. Just pay for it. Yeah, it's almost like a like a like a pride or ego thing. Like they just don't. Or there's, I think they, they don't even want to take that step of like having to de- having to do <clears throat> having to complete that task. Right. Or there's like, I feel like a lot of people are just afraid of strangers, even though they shouldn't yeah. be. We're at the fucking beach. Everyone's here for the same reason, just yeah. to yeah. go in the water and chill. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Barry McCockiner. Uh, just bought a Chicago Bears Tyson jersey. Can we send Tyson a CEO branded jock strap? <laughs> I, I meant to ask you about <laughs> the jock strap. What is the so you come in off the field? Yeah. So so, so what happens? Can you, the game finishes? Mm-hmm. And let's say let's in your on the field, your team has the ball. Yeah. And and the and the clock runs out. What happens? What are some, tell me some stuff. Like, do you go say hi to the, do you have a protocol? Um, uh, wave to the crowd, say thank their coach, shake hands with their quarterback, go as fast as you can to the locker room, do an interview. Yeah, like, what are some usually, of the, you just, you just usually talk to the other team, be like, hey, good job, you know, dab it, you know, give everybody handshakes and tell them they did a good job. Um, if you but know, it's chaos, though. It's not like you guys yeah, line in yeah, a line in no high organi- school. There's no, like, there's no organization. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, it's just a bunch of, it's just a, it's basically like a, like how it would be like a party setting where you're just yeah. like saying hi to this person and this person and that person trying to, you know, maybe just say hello to everybody you want. Then if you're one of the guys that's getting interviewed, somebody usually come grab you and be like, Hey, we're doing this here. Who grabs you? Someone from the Chicago bears organization or someone from the TV station from the bears. Okay. Okay. And then you go. And then, so like the last, this past game, they came and grabbed me. Did the interview, went off the, went into the locker room, everybody's dancing, celebrating. Then coach gives a speech. Okay, hold on, hold on. I need more detail than that. Hold on one second. (laughs) So you're on the field. Did you go over and say, shake the hands of the of the um, of the Raiders, the coach? Um, I I said hello to the quarterback, and that was. And then I was more. And then I was just with my teammates saying, "Good job." Okay. In hind, or in, are you supposed to say hi? Are you supposed to go over and thank the coach? You know, like in jujitsu matches, I know my kids don't do it. Unfortunately, I need to get them to do it. But every time you wrestle someone, then win or lose, you come over and shake the hands of the coach. Or in the UFC, you know what I mean? They after they fight, both of the head coaches, the head coaches, it it is a thing that both head coaches meet at the middle of the field. Okay, and and do that. But I think that's all that the head coaches do. They just say hello to each other. Okay. I think you should – I mean, who the fuck am I? I think you should add that to your protocol. Go over and shake hands with the coach. Shake hands with the head You coach. might be working for him next. Yeah, yeah. You want yeah. to get a little FaceTime with the big that. dog. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I don't know. I've done it. Oh. You got a phone a call. A couple quarterback coaches um, have came and dapped me up after the game. Uh, so that, oh, that's cool. That's, that's always cool, yeah. Okay, so then when you go, you go off – and is someone escorting you off so you don't get bombarded by people, or you just take yourself off as you go yeah. to the locker room? Yeah, somebody escort somebody escorts me off. And then, what's the first piece of apparel um, that comes off? Like, untie your shoes. Uh, I noticed your cup was out in the interview. My cup? Yeah, your cup. You wear a cup? No. Oh, you don't wear a cup? No. You don't wear a cup? Football players don't wear cups? Uh, I mean. No, I don't think no, no, nobody on the Bears does. No shit. Oh, I've never, I've, I've never worn one. I'm like, this dude just took his cup straight out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Is wow. that there yeah. to begin with? All right. All right. Yeah. Seems like seems like a safety hazard. You ever? Don't, there's. I agree, but I've never been. It's never happened. Oh, I'm going to get tore up for this. It, it, <laughs> Fuck, this question's fucked. No, my, roommate, my, my college roommate, my college roommate in high school, it happened to him. Uh huh. One, one of one of them swelled up to about a, a softball. Because it, it got stepped on. It got stepped on. I don't know what happened. I don't. He got it got hit somehow, some way, but it swelled up to a softball. He had to go to the local hospital of the team we were playing. Um, Did they drain it? Do they drain it? I don't know what happened, but I, that's the only example I can I can provide is that. It, it, it has happened before. Is a jock strap and a cup the same thing? Jock strap. Jock well, it's strap. like the cup fits into the jock strap, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, jock yeah. strap's like the holder for the cup. It's like the whole stick. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I think, I think it's really just ba- baseball's a big, uh, they're, they're, they wear cups. Like, wow. Whatever. I think, trip. I think most, most baseball players wear cups. Okay, so so when you go in there, do you is do you, is there what comes off first? Like I noticed in your interview, you weren't wearing a shirt and you had a hat on. So clearly, all your pads. What's the first thing that comes off? I would just take my shoes off right away. Yeah, the I yeah I usually untie my shoes, and then um, 
then I take my pads off because that's always a hassle. Take my pads off. Then after that, that's when coach gave the speech and I was like, I had just taken my pads off. You have you washed so your hands or gone to the bathroom or anything at that point? No. 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 Just then, chaos. Everyone's taking their shit off. Yeah, and everybody's jumping around and dancing and they haven't taken their cleats off, so I'm not taking okay. mine off. Oh, so you don't get your foot stepped on, right? Yeah, I'm not getting my, my feet are getting jacked up in there. I've seen right. that happen too. Um, so then once every once everything settles down a little bit, then I take my cleats off, then my football pants, then I take everything off, go get in the shower, and then when I come back and get dressed is usually when I have to is usually when any interviews or podium stuff happens. And who who's in there? Um, are, are there like reporters in there, like talking to you while you're showering? Like, do people like follow you around? Yeah, there, and you're there's, like, there's 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 the everybody. There is a million people in there, and everybody's getting just naked, naked and changed, <laughs> and yeah, it's crazy. There's I love it. There's lady reporters in there too. I couldn't believe it the first time it happened. I was like looking around, like, do I get dressed right now? Hey, that's kind of cool. I like the in, informalness of it all still that like it hasn't, yeah, any, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just still just yeah. like down and dirty. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So that was, yeah, that, that was just something that I noticed a couple first times. Cause even after every practice, they come in our locker room when everybody's changing and stuff and interview the people that they want. And, and they just act cool. I guess the season reporters just act crazy. Cool. You just play it, play it off. You just chill. Yeah, it's such a weird job though. Like they, like they, because the, if they have somebody they want to interview, it'll be like thirty of them go to one locker and they're just fighting for a good spot to get their arm in and get the camera. <laughs> right. oh, that's just, right. like, just like wow, yeah, I just can't <laughs> believe, can't believe that. Uh, Dana M. Tyson, did you see your father arm wrestle Andrew Hiller? <laughs> um, I didn't see that, but. I know that eventually my dad told his buddy to get the arm wrestling table out of there because people were starting to arm wrestle for real. And yeah. He's always freaked, he's always freaked out somebody's going to hurt their arm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah, think that, what started it was Gary. I think what started it was Gary and Andrew. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think they both thought that the other one could win. Yeah. Like they yeah, both yeah. they both were feeling good about their matchup. I, hey, I didn't. I don't. I didn't like. I don't think that's cool flying out on someone's hand the first time you there have ever arm wrestled i didn't like i didn't like what get i don't like gary i don't oh you didn't think so he got nah, lessons nah you don't do that to someone the first Trump time explained that, it to him and he went he, safety part he, of watching you got a coach gary's like i've been wrestling my whole life and then doesn't give him one pointer and fucking leaves him out like this that's <laughs> bullshit i wouldn't do that to someone that's a dick move <laughs> Oh yeah, no, yeah, they went, they went hard. Yeah, but that's the thing, Gary. Gary, I think Gary was worried that he might have, they might have been, that he might then lose. Him. Yeah, that that's fine. Then lose that. to him. Then lose to him. Nah, not everybody. Not everybody is, uh, has got their ego as maintained as, uh, as you do. I just don't. Ha I just don't have one. It's been beat up. There it is. Hey, are you crazy competitive? Uh, yeah, I'd say yeah. Is it like like it's unmitigated, unbridled co competition. Like so, if like, um, if 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 I don't know, just you and some random like kid were playing ping pong somewhere, you ha you have to win. Yeah, I'd really try. To, yeah, I'd really try to win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get serious real quick. <laughs> um, Anna Lisgrate. 
Well, that's an interesting photo. That was a good accent there. You... Liz great. Um, yeah, that is great. I'm buying my first Bears jersey. Ty- Tyson is worthy of my backside. Wow. Especially with that icon photo. Oh, I wonder if that's a fake name. Anna Liz Great. Liz, Anna Liz. You know the names? Yeah. The, I don't know. One? I don't think so. If it does, it doesn't flow as easy as Barry Bonds. Yeah. 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 It's funny. I'm getting some like, I'm getting some daily Savonista people today. I've, started, I've heard you say uh, Barry's name a whole lot. Oh, Barry's a in my, in my time In my time watching. What's yeah, up with are, the. Um, do you know that the uh all right, I don't want to get you on get you on a tangent with this or anything. Yeah, Do you know the twelve daily dose person? Do you know that person? Oh no, no. All right, so no. that's just a I no. feel like I feel like it's like behind the scenes, y'all might know each other and they're providing no. something for the podcast. <laughs> no, listen, that dude, um basically what happened is that dude was just a nemesis in the in the chat and it was cool. Occasionally we get someone just a contrarian, just going hard. Yeah. Then it started becoming some pretty hardcore name calling like just some inappropriate stuff. And then he started telling me in my DMs, hey, I know you're erasing our DMs, so I can't expose you as an asshole. Yeah, this is what I was hearing the other day. And I'm yeah. just like, hey, dude, I don't know how to erase anything. <laughs> I didn't even know how to get my $90,000 out of YouTube for a year. Like, what are you talking about? That's I'm true. just That's true. like, I'm fucking a nincompoop. What are you doing? And he's like, he's like, well, I'm going to take screenshots of everything and post them. I'm like, dude, please do post them. Yeah. Let's let's let the world judge us on our brand. I think it'll help your brand as being a dick and my brand as being cool. Yeah. And then and then finally, I think I think he started throwing calling people like really bad names in the chat, so he got tossed to the curb. Yeah. But I would oh. not if I was anyone out there, I would not communicate with that guy. As soon as someone says that they're taking screenshots of your DMs or texts, or it's like, dude, got to yeah. go. Bye bye. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Sweet. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Worthy of my backside is a wild line. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, Mr. Clark, um, has Coach Getze, how has Coach Getze, is that the head coach of your team? It's our offensive coordinator. Okay. And that's the dude who was the coach at the Senior Bowl. Yes. And, and was that the first time you met him? Was that the Senior Bowl? Yeah. And and you you've built quite the relationship with him. Yeah, yeah, he's been a, he's been great. He's been wonderful. How has Coach Getzey similar NFL journey to you helped you this year, especially in training camp and then leading up to your first start? Was that guy a NFL quarterback? Um, yeah, I think he was for for a little bit. Yeah, he was. He was. He was good. He played quarterback at uh, Pitt in Akron. And I think did have serve a little time in the NFL, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. They, we don't, that's not, it's not even, I mean, that's not something that we sit down and be like, Hey man, you know, our stories are similar. Uh, you know, he's just kind of doing his job and I'm doing mine and it's kind of, you know, it's meshed and I've just been trying to listen to him as much as I can take whatever I can from him. Was that, was that, bear with me. Was that offense that strategy, those tactics that we saw against the Raiders designed specifically for you. Uh, obviously, they didn't. They can't revamp everything. You know all the plays and stuff. But, for example, one of the statistics I heard was that the average NFL quarterback holds a ball for 2.6 seconds after the snap, and you were holding the ball for 1.6 seconds, meaning that you were ca- – based on, the, I guess – 
on the offensive line's ability to protect you and based on your quick timing and your abilities, that was like, was that completely designed for you? It's so weird hearing the pundits try to, I watched probably 15 videos of people trying to analyze your game and everyone's confused. They don't say they're confused, but I can tell they are. They, they yeah. want to say you're good, but they can't for some reason because you didn't throw an 80-yard pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, the guy's like, he stayed, he's not he's not comfortable in the pocket, but fuck, it's great that he got out of there in time. I'm like, wait, what? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. what? like I, they don't, they're, was that, was there anything weird about that game? I mean, I'm not, a, I'm trying to learn the football game, but it seems like people are, are tripping. Like they don't want to say you were good, but fuck, he did it. Like, like he, he's amazing. He's got to come back next week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Football is like such a, uh, it's such a highly judged, uh, nitpicky sport because it's so much going on. Like so much money, so much money. Everyone, yeah, Tom, Dick, and Harry has a YouTube channel talking about it. And there's eleven. There's eleven guys on the field that all are supposed to do the right thing against eleven other dudes that are also trying to do the right thing for that for their team as well. So it's like mm-hmm. you got you have so many miscues and mess ups. Um, and I've always, I mean, my whole life, I'm like, hey, I don't care if I've got the Great Wall of China blocking for me. Like I'm getting the ball out quick because it takes the pressure off the line. Um, it put, you know, it, it, it makes the D line get lazy and just be like, Oh, fuck. I mean, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time to get back there. Then they start taking plays off and then you could take your shots downfield. But I mean, as opposed to that, like, you know, we had a play, we had a, we had a nice chunk play called where I almost got sacked and threw it away. But if I would have been a little bit cleaner in the pocket, been a 50 yard strike right down the sideline. And then what do they say? You know what I mean? And that's all just because of a couple miscues on the field. Like they're saying I can't throw the ball. They're saying I can't throw the ball far or don't want to throw the ball far when really it all comes down to a couple, a couple mishaps by, you know, just, just by because of an anomaly of things that are just going at a million miles an hour while the game is being played. So yeah, I don't know. People always, always, people always got a lot to say. Does it feel that fast? Like the play action to you? Like once that ball is snapped, it seems like it's just moving a million miles an hour. And I don't even it know how the hell you so fast from like, the viewer's point of view. Everything's insane. so fast. And like yeah. when you were saying you have to be so on, I'm kind of like visualizing myself in that position. I'm like, how are you keeping track of everybody who's moving on the field, the people that are moving at you and still trying to get the job done? Like this time slow down for you, or is that happening in real time just as quickly as we watch it? I mean, it is happening in real time, but also it's like, I don't know. I think that like, cause there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the league that I think can like, can verbally express exactly like, and, and I can't, and I can't to an extent, but they can really like, Hey, you know, the defense is doing this, which means this person's going to be here this, that bang. And then this person's going to be here. I'm, I've just played so much that I've seen everything kind of happen. And how mm-hmm. it usually how it how all the all the pieces unfold at the end once I get like you know the first look or two at the beginning of the play, which I think is when everybody asks me why I've been successful, it's just like I've like, you know, I've had a million snaps at quarterback, like I've like, literally a million, probably a million snaps at quarterback from from games being played to practice. Like I've just been a starter for so long that I'm, I feel like I'm just able to react. And then it, it also comes down to just knowing what we're doing. So like being so in tune with what we're doing that it doesn't matter. I'm just going through exactly what I need to do and knowing where everybody's at. So I'm just reacting off of what they do. 
but yeah, it, it is hard because they're fast and they're smart. Like they're where they're supposed to be. So you, it's a lot of anticipation and um, just a lot of head work involved with each game. The dudes are smart. The guys who make it, it's not enough to be good. You got to be smart. No, no. That's why it's so amazing because you, you have to be just as smart as you are amazing. So, so it's just a locker room full of really fucking smart guys who are really physically capable. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I bet you if someone did the math, dude, I bet you the way that sport looks is the longer each play goes, the more severe injuries there are. And the fact that you are letting the ball go at, at 33% faster than the average NFL quarterback, I bet you there's a significant reduction in chance of injury. There's got to be, dude, because the injuries, the weirdest shit must be happening at the end of plays, the longer a play goes. Yeah, I think, the you know, you see a lot of O-linemen get rolled up on from behind, like with mm -hmm. their ankle, ankles or knees. And, like, if you – like, correlating that to – a quarterback being in the pocket if you're standing in the pocket for a long time which obviously these things happen no matter what and you know i'm not i'm not one that this can't happen to obviously but you know a quarterback gets sacked and he gets whipped around or thrown around or they start twisting around they fall into the into another person who's doing their job like they're just the line the other line's just blocking this guy fine but then the guy on the other side let his guy go he sacks me all of a sudden me and him just fall right into the back of the other dude's knee or ankle and just whip right into it, and then that's how you get some real, some catastrophic, uh, nasty stuff happen. Like but, slingshot it into a dude. Exactly. Yeah, that's just not paying attention, and it's just like it's just not a it's not a pretty scene. But that also can happen <clears throat> at any given moment. So, dude, we're, we're, the the tax on your iPad's almost paid for. Your new iPad. <laughs> Been a Bears fan for twenty five years. Drew Kub Kubicek. Kubicek. Kubicek, Drew, Drewy. Uh, been a Bears fan for 25 years. I knew immediately after preseason week two against the Indianapolis, are they the Colts still? Mm -hmm. The Indianapolis Colts, that Tyson was special. I don't think he means like special Olympic special. I think he means like, <laughs> yeah. hard to tell these days. Uh, yeah. Sunday was amazing. Uh, 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 Sevon has given us that hard-nosed journalism. That, that better not be a nose joke. <laughs> I, know, I know people i know people good for you phil that was got that one in there uh St steven flores uh you're a good dude tyson great job this weekend your family must be proud of you um what about when people say what what about what does that mean anything to you when people say they're proud of you like uh I know some people, <clears throat> Dave Castro, when he says he's proud of me, I know he's putting his his he's big dick in me. You know, like when a dog at the park puts his chin over another dog's back, yeah. he's doing it like I'm proud of you, and he taps me on the head like good job, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, like, little, little brother, like, yeah, little yeah, brother. exactly. <laughs> no, I don't get any of that because nah. just because I mean, it's you're just not five five and insecure. You're six well, three and insecure. That's why you don't get all bent out of shape. Thing. It's a crazy thing, and I think everybody is so um, amazed because this is like, I don't even know. This is like hitting the lottery like three times in a row on the same day. Like what's what's almost really what's happening. Um, so I don't get any what of that. Do you, what do you mean? You mean just like with your, like, your life? Like, or Yeah, if you just like put it all into a bowl of just like um, lives in West Virginia, doesn't go D1, you know, undrafted. 
And then now just for all those helicopter dad. Yeah. Helicopter dad. dad. Never left home before in his life. All just all these things. And then now all of a sudden all the, all this is, all this is happening. So uh, people are like, even in my family are just like, you, wow. Like I even had sideline passes for this past game and my grandma was able to go on the sideline and he's just like Uh introducing this whole world to people that, that just are so unfamiliar with it. Like she's lived on South Raymond street since my dad was in like high school and still does. Like Your dad's mom got to go on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm just like, she doesn't even like, she don't even know where to start. Like we're at soldier field in Chicago. It's packed. People are tri- like yelling, tripping, just crazy football fans. And um, just like little things like that. It's just like cool. Because it was it was an adjustment for me, so I can't even imagine what it is uh, for somebody that's been living the life that I've lived for even for thirty plus more years than I, even I have to then be on the sideline. At a yeah, wh- when I came out and visited, we went and saw your grandma, and she was she was a ca- she was like the cashier, the manager of Seven Eleven. Now her yeah. grandson's fucking playing in the NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's been. Yeah, she's been just a straight. That was probably one of three jobs she had then. Yeah, she grinds. She grinds. She complains a lot, but she grinds. Hey, she grinds. um, do you, do you think you get? Do you think that that's been passed down? Where do you think you like, get your hard work from? Oh man, I don't even. Your dad kind of has a weird. Your dad has a weird worth ethic. Definitely, my dad definitely sparked it. And even when I was young and he was making us work hard, I didn't even necessarily like. If I had it my way, I wouldn't have been doing. Like I wouldn't have been doing that. I think your dad more is a hustler though than a hard worker. You know what I mean? Like he's the kind of guy. Oh yeah, my dad is a my dad is a hustler. One hundred percent. He's got twenty ovens going at the same time. He's cooking. He's got twenty ideas going at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. As opposed, you're really focused on one idea. Yes. 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 Yeah. Like, yeah. The whole hard work thing for me was like, you know, introduced to my dad and he even did a good job talking about it on the, on with Hiller when the camera was on him, like about the whole thing. If you love somebody, you hope they do CrossFit. Even if you don't have that same drive, internal drive for it, like you still hope that the people you love are doing CrossFit. So it's like, that was the kind of thing. I never saw my dad. I never seen my dad do more than five burpees. You know what I mean? Like I, I flew out to West Virginia one time to have him do Grace. He got one round, uh, one round through it. He's like, "Nah, I'm nah, I'm doing this." Yeah, yeah. Like what? Dude. <laughs> well, I, got, I flew out. You're talking Wait. about somebody who's got too much pride and ego. He's got too much pride and ego that he can get jacked up in a crossfit workout. He's like, "No, no, I don't like the way this feels." <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I think yeah. So it, it, my dad started it, so I kind of had the blueprint. I had the foundation. I knew how to like, if I wanted to work hard, I knew how to. Like at this point, at, at like a, at a certain point in my life, like I was like, I think I was in high school and I, you know, thank God my dad had taught me and my brother how to lift and move and do all the things. So it wasn't like I was in high school learning how to do a front squat. It was like I was in high school and I had an amazing front squat, like thankfully because of my dad. And then, you know, I meet my, I meet my, the mentor of my life, one of the best, my best buddies in the world. And he kind of just like, he would just talk some things into me that I was just like, I just started to really value my health and wellness, like mentally. Who is that? What's his name? Uh, Derek Gallagher. I is he older? You, I told is he you older? Is he your pastor? No, 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 no. This is, he's just, he's my, but he is older than me. He played basketball at Shepard, um, uh, uh, 
handful of years before me. Um, but he, the way that he, he would just talk about saying that he really kind of, he gave me the internal motivation to like really start doing it on my own. So then from like my junior year of high school, all the way up until now, I've just been fanatical about just my health and wellness in every, just in every way. So definitely my dad started it, but then just little things that were introduced to me in my life, I just really started to appreciate um, just overall wellness. And the hard work, like you get a lot of, you get a lot of, uh, you can pride, you have a little more pride in yourself when you work hard, I think. Earned confidence. Yeah, earned confidence. Wow, I wonder if that's what people feel from you because everyone keeps saying you're confident. And for a lot of people that can come across arrogant and with you, there's zero arrogance. And I wonder if it's just that earned confidence. You know, like, dude, I put in the work, dude. Like I, And that's the thing where it's weird when people ask you if you're nervous or this or that. And it's like, I can tell like part of you, correct me if I'm wrong, but part of you wants to be like, hey, fuck you, dude. I've been out here, like you said, taking a million snaps, but you're patient with each person who asks it. But yeah. you're just doing the only thing you know how to do. You play yeah. football as quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like I want to be like, hey, like what? You know, if I was freaking out, do you think I would like? I would never tell you that. Right. And there's no sign of it. But here's also the thing: like people really don't understand. It's not only it's the only thing you've been doing. Not only the only thing you know how to do. It's like now at this point you're meant to do it. You don't make a lawnmower and then take it out and and go try to wash a car with it. <laughs> Like yeah. you are a fucking quarterback. Like you've just been made yeah. into one. That's what you yeah. do. Yeah. You don't kick. A, you're not a soccer player. You're not a lawyer. You're not a fireman. You just you're, yeah, crazy quarterback through and through. It's all you know. You do yeah. it. Cut lawns. Yeah. When you had the family and everybody else out on the field and stuff like that, had you visualized that moment quite a bit? And what I mean was like, was it not a surprise to you? Did you were you like, oh, this feels right, or did, were you like, holy shit, this is actually happening? Yeah, like, it was different. It was different because there were a lot of people with their family, but they kind of have a they kind of have like a like a ritual they do. Like, oh hey, like go give somebody a kiss, somebody a hug, and then they go back. For me, I was walking after pregame. I'm walking back in the locker room, and Ezra rolls up on me and bumps me. That's your little brother. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm like, no <laughs> way, no way. <laughs> hug him. Like, yeah, and he's a quarterback in his own right, right? He's redshirting this year at Shepherd, right? Yeah, yeah, he got in for the first time. Last week. Wow. Yeah. There's some nice passes. They look good. Um, but yeah, he popped on me. He's like, yo, this is amazing. <laughs> wow. And then I look and my mom, my baby sister, and my grandma are all there too. So this I kind of. On the I field at Soldier, at Soldier Field? This is on yeah, the they're, field. They're right on the sideline. Right on the How side. long before the game starts? Like 30 minutes. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So I, just, I don't know. I just sat there and talked to them for about three minutes. And then went, got dressed, and then uh, played the game. <laughs> um, did, did you ever did you ever hear the story about how your dad and I? Did, did I ever tell you the story? I, I feel like I, I had to have, but we we were in a car on the Nairobi Mombasa Highway. Oh yeah, in Kenya, and we got dumped out on the side of the road and left there. Yeah, yeah. and in that moment, I always knew your dad was a like a mega alpha. And I knew he was a he, he's a leader of the of the highest level. Everywhere he goes, he thinks he could be leading whoever's like he probably thinks he could be the head coach of the Chicago Bears. I, I know he can. I'm not even saying that joking around. Like he thinks he could probably turn that team around tomorrow and they'd win the Super Bowl. He's he has a lot. He's very just sure of his thought process, and he's a very logical man. And so I don't I don't 
I don't blame him. And and he's got kind of a little bit of a magical brain going too. He's good at just manifesting shit. Um, but I mean, we were surrounded by for six hours by people who looked nothing like us, and some people had machine guns, and it was just wild, right? And and you have you you got that. Like it, it's it's obvious in that press conference when they said to you, I think I I think I have that. Um, maybe Susie got it faster than I do. But it's it's at uh 150. It's, it's in the presser. Is it 150 or five? Uh, no, um, no, 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 not that one. Oh, it's 515. at 515. Yep. This is such a funny line here that you deliver. And I, and this is like, I mean, I always see your dad in you, but right here, I really saw him in you. I was like, oh shit, there's Travis just like slipped out of him here. This was so great. The guy's asking you, you. The guy's asking you a question about throwing the ball down the field. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, I've got a cannon. Um, you know, I wouldn't be here if I didn't. I think that there was, you know, we're playing in the Windy City. <clears throat> when you heard that, like – as that came up, that line came up in your brain. Yeah, I got a cannon. Where you like, don't say it. Say it. Like, was there a moment where you're thinking maybe not saying it? It's like for you, that's like the most out. That's like the why. Like that's you being yeah, that's wild. You know that's what I mean? A hot take. That was a hot take. Yeah, yeah. For you, and you could tell it just broke. This the room just fucking ate it up. They loved it. Subtle but good. Like he was like asking me, "Can I throw the ball sixty yards?" Like, yeah. Like, buddy, yes, I can throw the ball 60 yards. But... <laughs> Knock your mom off a bike from 60 yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So just wanted to – like, I didn't, want, I didn't want to give any inkling to anybody that I didn't think I could get the ball there, like, at mm -hmm. all. It was perfect. Like, was hey, perfect. dude, I go on the Sevon podcast. He asks dumb questions, but this is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I've an imbecile. I've some dumb questions before, but this one takes a cake. Hey, um, um, you, you ever you ever throw a ball at someone who you thought was looking and they weren't looking, and it's a fucking hard pass and it and it gets them good, hits them. Uh, there must be a dozen a of those in your life. A couple weeks, practice a couple weeks ago, I had good anticipation on the throw on like an eight yard stop route. Uh -huh. and as soon as the dude stops, turns, boom! Oh, right, right off the chrome of his helmet. But I mean, he had a helmet on, so it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. But yeah, that, that, that's fine. You said that. Cause that's like, I mean, I think that's happened like four times my entire life. So that actually happened uh, recently. You, but, but you know, like you're just playing, like, like you can't just be playing catch in the backyard with your sister. Like it's dangerous to play with. I can, not, you're not I can, normal, but I'm, but I'm underhand or a, or a left hand thrower. In right. That, in that world. Right. Hey, any, anything you, anything you don't, do like we would hear stuff like um before the crossfit games you know the build up the month before the crossfit games uh matt fraser would switch to like he'd never put a knife in his hand like <laughs> just in case he were to accidentally cut himself you got any weird stuff like that uh no no, no. <laughs> like, he doesn't even wear a cup he don't give a fuck yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly caution to the wind baby um airy bros radio um uh tyson do you think crossfit dropped the ball what do you mean dropped the ball I don't know. I'm not sure I understand the question. Meaning maybe they didn't do a piece on you soon enough? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're just playing, you know, they're just like everybody else, just 
playing the statistics, you know, they, I mean, I was a D2 slappy until I wasn't, you know what I mean? And then now I think that's just like what everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the part I disagree with though in that. And it's, it's so far below your pay grade to talk about this, but everyone should be celebrating CrossFit. So even in junior high, the, the whole thing is, is that the affiliates for everyone. And so if you were successful as a junior high football player and you were doing CrossFit, they should show it because there's more people. There's tens of thousands of those kids playing uh, junior high uh, football. Yeah. And so they should be showing those examples. They shouldn't be with, I could argue the other hand that it's, it's pointless doing it with you now because no one ever, re- no one really thinks they can get to where you're at too. Mm-hmm. And I think it has just as much validity as the other way. I would have liked to personally seen them do something sooner, but Yeah. I mean, it's great that they did something. Don't get me wrong. It's awesome. And you agree. Why do that? Let me ask you that too. Why? We have people in our own community that like, um, like I, like I invited this dude, uh, Bobby Green, this UFC, and I've had some big UFC fighters on here, Volkanovski, Aljamain Sterling, but I invite yeah, Bobby. Oh, Green. you had Volk on here? Yeah, crazy, right? How long ago was that? When was that? I don't know. A year ago? About a year, wow. year and a half ago. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, big time. Sitting right where you're sitting, buddy. That's awesome. That is awesome. Wow. Right there. Thought this was just what's what's the term? Slap dick podcast. Hey, so (laughs) um, so you know, but like um Bobby Green's like uh he's the only person who ever did this, but he's like, I'm not coming on your pod. He's a UFC fighter. He's like, I'm not coming on your podcast unless you pay me fifteen hundred bucks. Or like there's crossfitters out there who wouldn't do what you did. Why why do you do that? Um, I'm a, I, I, I know because I know you and your dad, but why would you do that for free? Why are you like this? Why would I do this for free? No, not this. This just because you feel sorry for fucking old Armenian dude with three <laughs> kids trying to fucking put a YouTube channel together. I understand that. I mean, why would you why would you let CrossFit come out to you? I mean, basically, you and your dad are saying like, hey, this is the, this is the ingredient you will if you want to bake a cake you need the eggs and the eggs are CrossFit. Like, why would you do that for free? Why are you doing that? Oh man. Um, I think one, I probably didn't have, you know, I didn't have anything to do that day. And then <laughs> God, you're as simple as me. <laughs> number great. number two. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, you know, I, I, I believe in, I, I just, I believe in CrossFit and I, I believe that no matter what you do, whether it's, Sports or not, that if you do CrossFit with that, that you'll probably be better than that, better at that thing, whatever it is. You I understand that, but you have to have had agents um, um, who are like, "Hey, don't do that," or you could get paid. You F forty five will pay you uh, three hundred thousand dollars. Like, let's say you drink Coke, and they're like, "Hey, dude, we need you to switch to Pepsi." You're like, "Why?" It's like for three million bucks. All right, I drink Pepsi now. Like, yeah. right, whatever. Like, I'm good. <laughs> No, I don't. I also, I don't know. I feel like I, uh, I don't, I don't spend that much money. So I don't, um, I don't really, I don't, I, I haven't gravitated towards the, uh, towards like the big paying stuff or even necessarily even like thought about it a whole lot. I think that I'm getting paid a significant amount right now to play football. Um, so I can, you know, I have complete freedom to just choose to do whatever it is that I just really like to do. So CrossFit was one of those things. So I'll do that every day of the week. So, so for you, you're still in just being true to yourself mode. Staying with my conviction. I told you, I told you this. Yeah. What does that mean? Your conviction? Like, just like, you know, just not letting the money sway me one way or the other. Just like, you know, staying like, 
you know, not, not to say I won't do a brand deal with somebody I believe in, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do a Coke commercial for, for any amount of money. Cause I don't need any more money. If I oh God, it. your dad, you just fucked up, dude. Your dad's going to be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I, just, I, just wouldn't, I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't just cause you know, once again, the whole health realm that I've, that I've gone into, um, since from, you know, through college of just like understanding sugar and what sugar is like, that's just something like I, I would, I would just be like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I will not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, going to help them boost their, their product. Cause I, I don't think, I think that's a, that's a detriment. And, but if I was broke as a, if I was, you know, if I was like, if I loved money, I would probably do that, but I, I don't love money and I believe in what I believe in. So like, I don't, there's, it, it doesn't do me any good to, to say yes to those things. How, how old are you? 23. Damn dude. Crazy. Do you want kids? Uh, yeah. You, like a lot of kids you think? I mean, I don't know. A normal amount, like a normal amount. Dude, what? what yeah, you're from West Virginia. What? What's normal? Six. <laughs> uh, uh, four like, wives. Yeah, four wives, nine children. Like two, two to four, two to four, like a normal amount. Um, do you do? Do you do any? What do you do for? Do you do any like um uh other? Do you do shooting or do you have do you own guns? Do you go shooting or do you do bow hunting or like what do you do in your? You you play what, some of the guys nah, play Triton. I'm trying to get into all the. I'm trying to get into hunting. I'm probably going to do that in the off season with um, one of my buddies or one of my uncles. But um, you think you'd be able not, to kill? You'd be able to do that, kill an animal, walk yeah, yeah, yeah. watch and take. I think it's you know it's like a it's like a it's more of like a spiritual thing to instead of going to the grocery store and buying mm. the meat. I yeah. think to, you know do it in that sense. I do see the I do see what everybody's talking about when they when they say that. Like I I understand it and yeah I would I would be able to yeah. I'm not, um, uh, the next time you come on, if there is a next time, you'll have an iPad, so I'm going to pull up the plays. I'm not going to pull up the plays now, but I'm going to ask you about some plays. Um, uh, when there's a, there's a play where you uh, – oh, I guess maybe Susie could bring it up for the people at home. They could see it. Mm -hmm. um, it it's, on, it's in the very bottom of the notes. It's Tyson every offensive start for seven weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, early at the 17-second mark, you hit a guy, and then they show it in slow motion all, right after Souza right in the chest and he drops the ball mm. what does he say sorry in the huddle like how does how does the team process that like what what happens after that happens i mean nothing it was early in the game i mean and regardless he, you know he he was like my bad i was like yeah we're good oh so he does say it he's yeah, when yeah, he goes yeah, back yeah. to the huddle he just I mean, says my like, bad just like just like it say it again he does say that when he goes back to the huddle, he goes, Tyson, my bad, dude. And you're like, no sweat, no sweat, dude. Yeah, we're chilling. Yeah, we're chilling. We're chilling. Because if I'm like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I like, I agree with hard coaching or whatever. But also, like, if you mess up something physic, something physic, like a mental mess up, then I'm like, all right, bro, come on. Like, lock in. Like, come on. We talked about that. But if you just get beat or you do something, it's like a physical mishap that, you know, the things, the things just happen. So I think that me just being like, you know, getting on him, that'll just maybe cause more stress for the next one. But as long as he knows that, Hey man, I'm chilling. I know that you'll catch the next one. It's all good. Right. Then, then he goes on to score three touchdowns later in the game. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so part of your thing is, is you'll say what, if I'm hearing you right, how you respond to that, isn't the response you do. You don't respond to him dropping the football. You respond, you give him the response that, you know, we'll get him past it so that he can be better. Exactly. exactly. So if you yell at him and be like, Hey dude, don't want to, I don't want to add to his stress or anxiety of the next catch. Like that's yeah. Just, Hey man, you're in the NFL. I know you will catch the next one. Like, yeah. So you don't say in the huddle, dude, your mom could have caught that. <laughs> dude, I threw a pass like that to my sister yesterday. Got it. No problem. What's your she deal? Plays ball. She doesn't even play football. Uh, Vittorio, Vittorio, uh, off the ground on a rope. Uh, great progressions, great reads, quick decisions. Love Tyson's approach. God bless you. Appreciate that. God bless. One of my favorites, Miss Heidi Kroom. Uh, crazy how people uh, allow huge criticism in NFL, but when Hiller plays that role in CrossFit, he's seen as a bully and hateful. Yeah, that isn't that is interesting. the 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 criticism is so, and I don't mean this in any negative way at all. The criticism is so huge in the NFL that like there's really no one being like those guys are being mean. It's just yeah. part of it, right? Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's wicked. It's wicked. Yeah, they'll turn on you in a second. That's all yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even even the guys who want to say something good about you this week, I'm watching their shit, and they're just like, they're not. They're the, like they're frustrated that they have to say nice stuff about you. <laughs> uh, Brandon Waddell with the uh, equally as feminine man bun as myself. Tyson bringing the fam to the Carolina game in a couple weeks. I can't wait to watch you in person. Been a Bears fan my whole life. First time I've been excited in years. I'll have a huge CEO sign in the south end zone. Yeah, baby. Nice. Nice. I love it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you called it. You you contacted the t-shirt guy directly. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, dude, no one can ever contact you. He's like, Tyson contacted me. I said, well, I said no one. I didn't say Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> I know. I lost the. Uh, I lost the daily, the the weekly challenge in the QB room. So I, we do a gift for the loser each week. So I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get them all CEO bear shirts. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. wow, holy shit, dude! God, you're so good to your dad's little old friend. Good <laughs> you. Hey, what did you lose? What did you lose? It's like a, it's like a weekly competition. Um, you do like, like not not money fines, but point fines. And then however many points you got, you throw darts at the end of the week, the highest number loses, and then that person's got to buy a gift for the room. So it's a dart game? Yeah, it ends up being a dart game uh, with however many points you racked up throughout the week um, of, like, dumb shit that you said throughout the week. Oh. It's really like a goofy – it's like a goofy game. Um, the team plays it? Just the quarterback room. Oh, oh. Yeah. How many people are in the quarterback room? So three players and four coaches. Okay. Do you have your own coach? Yeah, there's a quarterback coach, an assistant quarterback coach. But I mean, does Justin have one, and the Nate guy have one, and then the Tyson uh, guy all, have one? No. Yeah, we all share. Okay. Okay. Coach. Wad Zombie, uh, the creator of the uh, Colton Mertens card. Sevon, did you cry when Sevon says, my guy? Uh, I. I God, I got so embarrassed. 
That's so embarrassed. I got, I just got embarrassed. Sevon, did you cry when Tyson said Sevon's my guy? I almost did. Thank you for bringing us on this journey, making us feel like we're part of it. Yeah, totally. Crazy. Crazy. What do you mean embarrassed? What do you mean embarrassed? Um, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, he's, I don't want him being, um, uh, having to have me in his. Like he's doing, I want his lens to be clean and let me not be anywhere in it. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, nah, nah, don't let me get. I'm like a smudge. I'm like a smudge on the lens. I don't want to be on it. You know what I mean? What a nice, humble guy. I just want you to see downfield. Take us to the promised land. No, it's for selfish reasons. It's it's for selfish reasons. Okay. Okay. All right. I was stoked. Sunny, sunny, sunny games. Tyson, Tyson Bajan. Big fan of your game since preseason. By the way, we know you have a cannon. We Bears fans aren't worried. Stay humble. We love it and wish you big success with the Bears and your future in the NFL. Thank you. What is a um, – can a can every quarterback in the NFL stand in one end zone and throw it to the other end zone? Is that um, – no- Nah, I don't think anybody can throw it 100 yards. That's no, so 100 – what is a what, – what's a oh, – like, like it's, it's, it's like getting to like 80. 80. Which is insane. That is insane. Would yeah. you, would you and the boys, the other two quarterbacks, ever be? Do you guys ever practice together? I'm assuming I picture you guys standing out on the field practicing together. Yeah. Is it like CrossFit, where like the one guy throws it and like you see he throws it 40 yards and you're like, oh cool, and then the other guy kind of big dicks him and throws 145, and then the next guy throws it 50. Next thing you know, it's like someone's trying to clean and jerk 405 pounds. <laughs> nah, nah. It's more or less we're just doing drills and just trying to. Uh, trying to work on whatever we have in for that week yeah but i mean i i, I like to compete at practice like if somebody throws a good ball i like to throw a good ball too like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um would you ever would you ever whisper into one of those guys ears i could throw it farther than you i could i could, I could hit the goal uh as, I, would do I was uh i don't know i would do that i would goof around a lot at shepherd with that just because yeah I knew there were some kids on the team that like had no they they just didn't you know they didn't care but they, i was buddies with them and i didn't care that they didn't care you know it was just like they were just you know they just wanted to be on a college football team whatever and i think that uh i would i would there was a little bit of that banter going on uh at shepherd but now i mean we're here everybody's you know i'm with a bunch of professional quarterbacks so i'm not I'm not being like, hey, I can, you suck. But you would, okay, but let me get this. <clears throat> Five years from now, when you're a starting quarterback, yeah, you, you, and there's a new guy come, and, and there's a, a guy who comes out of college and he's on the team and he's the third string. You put your arm around him and be like, watch this kid. And you'd hit the goalpost for 40 <laughs> yards. You, you, and, and, and give him a story. I mean, he'd like it, like in a fatherly way, but maybe, you'd give yeah, him a maybe, story, maybe, right? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. We'll see you in five years. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. I, all right. I could see it. Potentially, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold my beer. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, this is the guy that makes our thumbnails. Mr. Wayne, uh, I've never been a Bears fan, yet here I am. Bought a Bears hoodie as soon as I found as soon as I found one. Fly like an eagle, fly baby. <laughs> oh, uh, Mike, Mike Hunt is a uh, anal is great. Anal, oh, anal, oh, it is a fake name. Damn. I mean, I'm the worst. It took wow. me a to get Barry McCockiner, and that was super wow. awkward. <laughs> I'm not wow. It is I'm a fake name. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Of course, Mike Hunt knows. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Hunt would know. <laughs> uh, 
Dan, I refuse to read your question. You're dick. Uh, Dan Guerrero, Tyson, <laughs> what do your gym workouts look like? Uh, mostly sports specific in season. Um, it's a lot, a lot of, uh, it's a lot of tracking of lower body power. So they hook you up, they hook the, they'll hook the barbell up to a machine, um, in season, not using a whole bunch of weight, but tracking how fast we're able to move the bar, making sure that, um, our power isn't depleting during the season. Um, and a lot of, uh, a lot of core work, keeping the core strong and a lot of shoulder, um, a lot of shoulder loading and a lot of shoulder like stretching and mobility work. Um, and a lot of hamstring work because you got to be got to keep the hamstring good so he can keep running fast. So. Um, uh, when you say um, they're, they're measuring, it's like some sort of wireless device that sits on the bar and, it, and sends it's back. A, no, it's a wire that that hooks on to the bar, mm-hmm. but it's not way it doesn't cause any. Uh, it is it in a Smith machine or is it a free bar? No, it's a free bar. It's a free bar, and then it's a, there's an iPad up, and you do your rep, and then you can see how fast you move it. You want to try to stay above a certain number. Damn. Um, and, and your core work, would you do Would you do toes to bar or, or do you do hollow rock or? Say it again? Uh, your core work, toes to bar, hollow rock. Like uh, what do you do? Yeah, uh, I use the um, the ab wheel a lot. I use mm. BOSU balls a lot, like doing a plank on a BOSU ball and kind of moving it in circles. Um, toes to bar, uh, GHD. Wow. Uh, and then I do a, I do a lot of med ball like a lot of med ball throws just coming across my body. Yeah. Rotational um, stuff. Yes, in there. Exactly. And that, and that's always huge. Like rotation was always huge just cause that's what I do. Like I'm a yeah. rotational athlete. So working on that is always, they're always harping on that. Um, how are you good on time? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Lindsay Mercado, Mercado. I can rarely catch these lives. But of but an avid listener to the podcast. Thank you, Tyson Bajan Sevon, for giving us the chance to become fans of Tyson and follow his story for the last year. Congrats on your first win. Thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Arm wrestling unlimited power. Uh, Tyson, can you give a shout out to my daughter Bella? Bella. Thanks again for the autograph and taking a pic with her in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that is that Chicago Bears vernacular when you say duh, like duh bears? Duh, Bears. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Bella? It was her first game. Nice. Um, there were 60 – I heard there were 65 people in your cheering section. 55. 55? You, did you pay for those tickets yourself? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Matt Mueller. Not nah, shit ain't happening again. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I do. Maybe I do <laughs> like money a little bit. Yeah, get that Coke commercial lined up. I don't need it. If I don't need it coming in, I sure as hell don't need it going out. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, Sorry to bother you. I want to offer you a promotion for your channel. I can bring you more more followers than even your current guest, Tyson Bajant, can. (laughs) Tyson, you're out, out, buddy. (laughs) This random Twitch person, is it? Fucking Twitch spammer when Tyson Bajant's on. Oh, my my God. Hey, guys, I got to run to the uh, fire department. Tyson. Thank you so much, brother, for coming on and watching your stories. Incredible, dude. Catch you next time. Matt, Train those firemen good. To see you. Great to see you, Matt. Great to see you, dude. I'm so glad I got to got to make this. All right, buddy. Take it see easy. You. Good luck. Good luck. I'll be watching. Thank you. Bye, Zabon. Later, buddy. Thank you. Uh, 
uh, Mamory Hole, nice QB sneak, young man. How did it feel to get hugged by Crosby? Is that one of the defensive dudes? Yeah, yeah, he was the really good uh, player on their team. Uh, it was cool. He was a good player. We were definitely aware of where he was at all the time. So it was. It was oh, awesome. it's like that. They can have a dude that's so good. Like you're like, hey, we need to know where this dude's at. Yeah. There's levels to the game like that. There's like just crazy there's standouts. Still, there's still a difference. Yeah, there still is a difference. Like, but it's like not as much. But occasionally you're like, oh shit, hey, hey, that dude, that dude, that dude's good. What position does he play? D line. Yeah, when D line is defensive line, those are the dudes who basically they just the, the giant dudes who line up near the center and try to just bulldoze their way in. Yeah. What's the biggest dude on your team? We have a uh, man. We got a dude named Roy. He's probably six, six, seven, three sixty-five. Wow. Yeah, amazing. Are there four hundred guys in the NFL? Four hundred pound guys in the NFL? Uh, I don't know about four hundred. That's a little. That's a bit much. They can't move as well, but they they, 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 they do they do get up there. Have you have you seen this NBA player that's got the seven? Wimbayana, Wimbayana, whatever his name is. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, it looks it's weird to look at. It's hypnotizing. I think about his ankles and knees a lot actually whenever I whenever I see him playing. 8 foot wingspan. Yeah, it's insane. What what is is your wing you're 63? Uh I don't know what mine is. What is what is 73 inches? That would be 61. 73 inches is 6'1", so that means it's probably, I think it's 75, I think is what it was at the combine. Okay, and and that's what it should be. That's if you're proportioned perfectly. It's the same as your height. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ask about Maggie. I don't know who Maggie is. (laughs) That's my, uh, Maggie's, that's my girlfriend. Oh, all right. Yeah. Ask about Maggie, that's hilarious. Do you know who that is? Who's that? This that this person? person? Yeah. No. Oh. It's just, hey, it's Maggie's ex. It's Maggie's ex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alicia Carr Riddell, explain a screen to Sevon. I, I, is a screen in football the same as a screen in like basketball? It's just a dude blocking for you as you move? Yeah, but no, it's like um, it's when you throw a quick pass to a receiver or the running back and the whole line gets in front of them and blocks from down the field. Okay. So it's a pass, but it's like a, it's like a run. You know what I mean? It's like, right, a right, pass, right. The line gets out and gets in front of him and starts blocking. Um, your, your fakes are amazing. Thank you. Do you like that? Do you like doing that? Yeah, I take pride in it just because, I mean, once again, everybody's so good. Get them to fall for something and then we can take advantage of it. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull this one up. This one's crazy. Let me see if I can find this one. Six twelve. Do you remember every play? I don't mean like just off the top of your head, but like if I play a play, are you like, oh yeah, I remember that? Mm-hmm. You do? Mm-hmm. Because when I go, I can, I can, people can be like, hey, that guy was on your podcast. And I'm like, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even know who that dude is. Yeah, no, I, can, I can remember most plays. Crazy. Okay, let's see. Um, here we go. Let me, I think it's the next one. I think it's the next one. Hold on. Right here. Like that. You turn really quick. Did you see how you did that? Yeah. Yeah, that one's great. 
Yeah, because if, if I can just get somebody to fall for it for a split second, that could be the difference of our guy taking it all the way to the end zone. Yeah, it's awesome. And then and then after you let go of the ball, do you watch every play like a hawk? I try. I got to be better at like carrying out my fake. Um, but I do sometimes. I get caught up in the moment, and I do watch. I do end up like watching the game a little bit, which is a bad habit. But but I mean, let's say after you throw a ball. Oh yeah, now yeah, I'm watching. I'm like, all right, go, buddy, go. Seeing exactly what's going on. Um, what about this? Um, what about this play? Where? Uh, let me see where it is. There was a play where you threw a block. Yeah. Are, are you supposed? Are you supposed to do that? Yeah, that was like not necessarily a block, but just it was like, a reverse, right? It was a yeah, reverse. Just, yeah, just sealing the edge, making sure our guy can get around clean. Um, but it, I wouldn't say it was much of a block. It was more just me getting in the way. I don't even think I know how to block, honestly. Do they tell you to do that? Yeah. I think this is it. Let's see. Yeah, right here. Oh, and you start hopping a little bit there. Did that hurt you? No. Nah. No, okay, okay, good. Nah, good. If it did hurt you, you wouldn't say. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would. No, nah, that, that was fine. That was a fine play. I didn't, that didn't hurt. You know that feeling? Um, uh, I want to give an example that you get pulled over by the cops and you know you're doing something wrong. And, yeah. you, and you start getting butterflies in your stomach mm-hmm. and you just want to just throw up or like, you're six years old and you're and you just put a pack of gum in your pocket and you're leaving the store and the manager's like, could you come here, young man? And you're mm-hmm. just like, want to vomit. Yeah. You just, um, is there anything when you get sacked or when the guys come in the pocket with you, do you ever feel that like afterwards you're like, fuck. No, nah, I just want to, as long as you don't turn the ball over, it's usually, it's not a big deal. Like as long as you, don't so the interceptions, the, the worst fumble interceptions, interceptions fumble, worst. interceptions and fumbles are just like, damn, like, you want to end every time you get the ball with a kick, whether that's an extra point or a punt or a field goal. You want a kick to happen at the end of every time you get the ball. You don't ever want to give it to them. So, the sack is fine. Yeah, a sack is a sack is no big. You can you can you can live after that. And, and when you're riding a bike and you crash, or like if you're in a fight and someone punches you, you know how like you you take an assessment. You're like, oh, okay. Especially like the first few punches, or like right after the crash, before you stand up. Yeah. You're like, okay, is it like that in a sack too? When you get sacked, are you like, you're lay there for a second, you're like, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, good? yeah, Nothing yeah. broken, yeah. I th- I'd say every time, you, even if it's not a sack, just getting tackled, just being like, all right, yeah, that was, that was a clean, that was a clean fall, we're good. Like you just check that you run a scan like Iron Man on the whole system. Okay, we're good yeah, to you go. Start, you start wiggling around. Oh, we're good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. Is it? It's normal, right? How many sacks are? How many sacks are there in a, in a game per, per game on sacked, average in the NFL? I don't know. They sacked us once. Yeah. So I don't know. Usually, I mean, zero to five. The play before the sack, they almost sack you. Yeah. And then they sack you. Yeah. Kinda barely. Yeah. The guy gets a. How strong is that guy? He gets like one hand on your hip. Yeah, he's a. I mean, he's six five two sixty five. He's wow. He's a freak. Yeah, and he's moving too. And so when I, he grabs you, you're like, oh fuck, someone's got their hand on me. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Trainer, trainer, trainer. 
Uh, thanks for what you're doing for the affiliates. A Bajan jersey is in the mail. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, get with the programming. How has Justin Fields uh, been supporting you? That's the that's the starting quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah, he's been great. He he helped me out a whole. He helped me out a, a lot this week. So I definitely appreciated that. But he's he's been good. Good spirits. Just waiting for his swelling on his thumb to go down. Uh, but he's been yeah. He was great. He was wonderful. So he's so he's there in the field. He doesn't stay home. He comes out there and like tells you stuff. Yeah, every day at practice, uh, meetings, and the game, you know, helping me out. Uh, Eric Wise Tyson, awesome to watch your journey. Can you flash that cannon a bit more this weekend so you can get more points for my fantasy team? Uh, I hate fantasy. Oh, good. Me too. Me too. Why don't you like it? Oh, I don't. I don't not like it. I just think it's funny when. I think even a buddy of mine from way back in the day was like, hey, man, what do you think you'll do this week? Uh, I just wanted to <laughs> And I, that, that was the last time that he was my buddy. Uh, um, Jody Lynn. Hey, Jody, what's up, girl? I looked up the meaning of your tattoo, Taylu. Does anyone else in your family have that? What's the origin of that tattoo? Where is the tattoo? On your arm? Uh, it's on my chest. It's the first one I ever got. It was, uh, it means family in Welsh. Uh, my granddad, my granddad's Welsh. Uh, so I got it kind of just, you know, cause I'm a big family guy. I'm Welsh. I've got Welsh in me as well. So it was just kind of a, something, a, t- a tattoo, a family based tattoo. Uh, next week you play the, LA Chargers, they're LA now, they're not San Diego team. Yeah. And it's a Sunday night game. Yeah. Uh yes, yes. And the way I'm fi- I'm fi- understanding the way the NFL works is basically there's a bunch of games on Sunday that everyone watches if that if that you watch your your favorite team and then there's a Monday game, a Thursday game and a Sunday night game that like just people who need an excuse to party and drink watch. Those are the big games. Yeah. Like the whole country watches them. Yeah. So Sunday night when you play there will be a different amount of eyeballs on that game than just this, than more the regional game that you play that drew just the regional fans. Yes, I think so. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and so at that point, there might be some, there could be a monumental shift. Like twice as many people might hear your name this week as have heard it in your previous 23 years. Yeah. Here, hold up. I got to give this person the trash real quick. Okay. Giving the trash is important. Dude, look at all these people watching the show. My goodness. Okay, Jen, we'll get this out to him. Been a Bears fan my whole life and love your show. So thanks for sharing your time, Tyson. Yeah, isn't it great? What a good dude. His dad's going to kill me for the Coke comment, though. I'm toast. <laughs> oh, you heard that? Uh, Jen, $25. Been a Bears fan my whole life and love your show. Thanks for sharing your time. Are you in your hotel? Nah, this is my apartment. Been oh. in the apartment for about two months now. Oh, the last time we were on, I was in I was in the apartment in, in Chicago, uh, in Vernon Hill, Illinois. You've been on the show before. <laughs> it's the only show. It's the, the only show. show. Um, uh, do you think you? So you don't think about that at all. You're just keeping that all at bay. Just another football game. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, you have to. I have to. I, I mean, it's so hard. Like, it's these games are so hard. Like the, it, cause it's not just playing football. You're like playing chess while you're playing football. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy thing. Um, so 
Yeah, all week I just got to get my mind wrapped around the game plan, understanding who they have and what we need to accomplish, and then really just you know play the game. And then you know I'll be where I'll be. It'll be cool to hear how many people were watching after the game. That that'll be cool to think about that then. You have the bandwidth for the game. Yeah. Um. Tell me about this thing called an audible. Tell me what it is, and like, do you call? It to, yeah. Let's tell me what that is. Um, so usually you get two plays in the in the in the huddle, and so I say the two plays in your helmet. Like someone says two plays to you. Okay. Yeah. So if they give us a certain look, then we'll audible, and that audible will just be like, anytime you see me, hey, can 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 can, they know we're we're throwing the first play in the trash, and we're going to the next play, and then we run the next play. So everyone on the team hears both plays. Yeah. In the huddle. So yeah. they tell you both plays. There's a primary play and a backup play. Yeah. So if there's an audible, if there's a switch of plays, you don't call it. It's already been called. Exactly. Or, but there's also times where, like, hey, we get a play call, and now all of a sudden they're showing that they're going to blitz everybody. Like they're going to, they're blitzing everybody. This play's not going to work. Hey, easy, easy, easy. Hey, hey, hey. Getting a better protection, give signals out to the receiver. And then now we're in a completely different thing where we're trying to beat the pressure. Um, um, have you have you ever had to go to a play number three? Go, they, there's two plays, and then you see something, and you're like, all right, boys, we're doing this. There's been two plays called, and then they get that pressure look, and then we have to screw both those plays and then go to the go to the six, and, signaling out routes and protecting myself. And are you behind the dude with the ball, the snap, when they see that, and then you, you say it, and then you have to yell it to all the guys on the field? Yeah, they're like, hey, kill, 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 kill. Hey, hey, blah, 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 blah. Dang, blah, blah, blah. Motion, a bunch of weird <laughs> shit out. And, then, and then we're rolling. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's insane. Did you see the meme where it showed, like, where you were playing last year versus where, where you played it? Yeah, well, I, they, they, they took a picture of the wrong side of the stadium. Uh, just to make fun of you. That I, was, love, wow, I, was I loved that, it. Like, that is not a good representation of where I played. My games were exciting. They, they got. <laughs> they should. They should have shown just like some like high school field. They should have really hammed <laughs> they it up. Just should, took a picture of like a grass hill and be like, "This is the away side of where he was." But you know what video they should have used is the one. You remember the one you played the first time I got on when I threw that game winning touchdown and the crowd was yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's there's people the along the chain link fences that, piling in, and, and then they show the other side and it's a big ass stadium and it's packed. That yeah. that's what we should have showed. Yeah, that was uh, that was crazy. Hey, have you seen this? Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up. This is so funny. I I mean, I'm kind of. It's been 20 years since I've been into football. I didn't like, so I don't know if it's it's always like this. But have you seen this guy? I have not. Oh, wait till you see this. Probably gonna get in trouble for showing this, but here we go. Can you hear it? Yeah. There's some men in town who is the swagger. The pressure was so high, but it didn't matter. With every throw he made, all the doubters seem to fade. Odds are some fans will scream now to start you. Secret agent man, agent oh, man. Crazy, right? Get out wow. in the wow. so the bears could come find you. 
So this dude sat down, you inspired this guy to create this and film it and edit it and sing it. And... The offense moved the ball. Oh, what a dream. Even though we still drew mostly screens, Deontay sure did hell, and that defense finally held. Odds are some fans will scream now to start you. Secret agent awesome, man, huh? secret yeah, agent man. So football's just crazy. You showed us what you had. Yeah, people love football. Now can I arm wrestle your dad? And even your dad gets a nod. Can I arm wrestle your dad? So people must be sending you this stuff. This stuff must be in your inbox and all that shit, and people are tagging you. You just don't have time to see it all. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't seen that one yet. That's good stuff. All right. Okay, uh, or, or, um, put you on the spot now. Ready? Okay. Are, are we doing this again on Tuesday? I'm down. I got nothing to do on Tuesday. Holy shit. And, and why is that? Why don't you have anything to do on Tuesdays? Tuesdays are our day off. That's the one day off. Not Monday? Nah, we got to go in and get the, we got to flush the soreness out on Monday. Oh, okay. All right, brother. Hey, um, when do you go, when do you fly to California? Uh, on Saturday. Okay, I'm going to walk straight from... Will you text me your address? I'm going to walk straight from here and send you an iPad. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. And that way we can look at plays together and talk about that shit next week on a bigger screen. Amazing. Yeah, that's perfect. Dude, you the man. Love you, Tyson Bajan. Love you too. Thank you, Savon. Thanks for coming on. Talk to you soon, brother. See ya. Bye. What do they do to flush the soreness out? They extract the poison. Zach, he the man. Let him rest on rest days. Oh, settle down. <clears throat> you people in CEO shirts think you know everything. Oh, no. Did someone give money and I didn't read their comment? I didn't. I almost didn't read the Maggie one. Come on, man. Stay away from his girlfriend. Oh, no. I got that. I got that comment from you, right, Jen? Uh, Bailey Walker, uh, thank you for that, Sevon. He's my favorite person you have on. Love his story so much. Hey, at some point, I'm going to open up the um, um, I'll open up the phone line and um, and let you guys uh just fire in questions too, or or those of you who already have the phone number should just call. I guess that's even better, so we don't get ding dongs calling. A Judy Reed, four ninety nine to put towards Tyson's iPad. Yeah, thank you. I'm gonna need it. Susan's gonna be like, dude, you buying this dude a twenty four hundred dollar iPad? Dude, he needs an iPad. Man, oh man. Now that everyone's leaving, let's get the podcast started. Thanks, Zach. Um, we got a we got a big one tonight. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go to the skateboard. I'm going to go to the skate park right now with the boys. Eric Wise, uh, Sevon, the Sevon podcast to the moon, no plan B. Yeah, it's cool, right? It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Game recognized game. His The whole conviction thing and just how true he is to himself. 
without being a fucking radical nut job like me, I, I, nothing but respect for the dude. He's so cool. We're going to see this thing, um, we're going to see this thing blossom. This thing's going to blossom right before our eyes. Yeah, hell yeah, I want you ding-dongs, Colin. I love you guys, Heidi. You guys are the crew. Um, it, uh, that we're going to watch this thing blossom right before our eyes. It's going to be, it's going to be really, really amazing. The access he's going to give us. And, uh, as long as we treat him like a, a loved one, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to, um, he's going to let us watch it. Like, like he's, we're going to see flowers and we're going to see fruit on the tree and we're going to see the seasons when the leaves come off the tree. He's going to let us, he, he's going to let us see the shit. It's going to be nuts. We're going to have a, a front row seat to a high, high powered, eminently capable young man explode onto some scene. And, um, yeah, he's, he's going to be funny. He's, he, and he, yeah, it's going to be dope. He's going to bear a shit ton of fruit. Uh, Trip Hop, uh, Tyson going to be famous after he beats the Chargers on Sunday night. I heard they're good. Are they a good team? Oh, yeah, Katie is on the podcast tonight. Speaking about Super Ballers, Katie Motter Henniger. Katie Henniger will be on the podcast tonight. I can't even believe Katie comes on the show now. No show tomorrow night? I don't, I don't know what's going on tomorrow night. What's tomorrow? Uh, I mean, um, hold on. Let me see what's going on here. Let me check the calendar. Uh, tonight I have the show with uh, Brian Friend and John Young. At 6.15 Pacific Standard Time. We'll be coming home from Kids Jiu-Jitsu. Then tomorrow morning. Dude, tomorrow morning we have uh, Greg Glassman on at 7. And then Rich Froning on at 8.30. Tomorrow's going to be crazy too. Tomorrow night there should be a show. Tomorrow night there will be another show. I will organize a rogue show. Uh, I need to reach out to Patrick Vellner. I'd love to have Vellner on. I haven't talked to him in forever. I should do that for tomorrow night. Then Thursday, I don't know if there's a shut up and scribble on Thursday, uh, but there will be. Oh, no, no. Thursdays, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, are t it's all rogue all day, I think. <clears throat> you know what's crazy, though, is Sunday, the 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 game is six-hour drive from me, and, and – uh, A dear friend of mine is also friends with the owners of the Chargers. And Tyson will be there. And Travis will be there. And so, like, part of me is like, fuck, maybe I should just abandon the podcast on Sunday and go down there to the game. Um, uh, Patrick Clark, thank you. This is what I was curious about. Ch uh, Patrick Clark, Chargers have two of the best D linemen, defensive linemen in the National Football League, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. It'll be a great test for Bajant and give him an idea where he's at as a pro. Yeah, Sousa, um, uh, Matt Burns, do it, Sevy. The thing is, is, um, um, too, is uh, Sousa said he'd run the show for me all day Sunday, so I could do that. Man, I had so many cool clips pulled up, but I don't want to make him watch that shit on his phone. All right, I'm off to the Apple website. Hey, thanks everyone for um, tuning in.
and I'll see you guys uh, this evening. Bye-bye.